I'm Chief Cheryl Victorian. This is Waco PD on the beat. Whether it's crime or just getting to know the Waco Police Department, we're here to talk about things that matter most to you. Hello and welcome to Waco PD on the beat. I'm Sierra Shipley, the Public Information Officer for the Waco Police Department. And I'm Officer AJ Smith, the Crime Stoppers Coordinator for McLennan County. For McLennan County. I always forget for McLennan County. I know. Crime Stoppers serves everywhere. the entire county. We've actually helped outside of the county too. That's right. But, you know, we talk about that a lot. We're not here to talk about that. We uh, are correct. here because right. we have Officer <laughs> Janae Draper with us, or as JD, as she likes to be called. Absolutely. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're just having more excitement with the headphones on. I think it is. The it's definitely the, the headphones. Yeah. The microphone, I feel very official. Right. Yeah. It's exciting, it, it right? It is exciting. So we are talking, it's one of our officer episodes. <clears throat> Can't speak today one of our officer episodes where we sit down and talk to you guys about the job, yourself, what you like to do outside of work, um, just wherever the conversation takes us. Absolutely. Humanizing the badge. Yeah, right. you picked a good one. Picked a good one. Another uh, initial person. Because you're actually a robot. <laughs> just kidding. Hello and welcome to On The Beat. <laughs> I like all the things. <laughs> oh, excellent. Great episode. Let's cut that around. You were dispatched before you were an officer. Me? No. One second. I was going to say, I didn't know Whitney that worked about you. <laughs> <laughs> that was not me at all. Is that all. Whitney? That was definitely Whitney. No. So I'm not a dispatcher. That would be Whitney. But my grandmother was a dispatcher. So your grandma for was Waco. a dispatcher, which, yeah, Waco PD. which kind of got you into this profession, right? Yeah, that kind of opened the road for it. So it's been like 20, 30, 30, 25, 30 years since she's retired. Um, so she was a dispatcher for Waco PD, loved it, um, loved what she did. And, you know, I just remember hearing stories and stuff growing up and I'm always been super close with my granny. Um, I knew I wanted to do something that was, um, fulfilling. Uh, I actually went to the fire academy in 2010, uh, thought about being a firefighter. Um, and then I just kind of went on a different road and it kind of ultimately, I Went down to Huntsville. I worked in a prison, maximum security prison, for six years, and uh, ultimately wanted to get back here to Waco as my hometown. You know, like the town where you're going to school and you just can't wait to get out, but then after you're out, you just want to hurry and get back. <laughs> yep. That's kind of how it was. So I wanted to get back, and um, I don't know. I think it was just a calling. I just knew that this is what I wanted to do and and come and be a part of it. So And I wanted Waco because, I mean, it's my hometown. It's where my granny dispatched, so... I really was set on this one and not really anything else. Yeah. Nice. When she was a dispatcher, would she, like, tell you crazy stories that would get you intrigued? Like, what about her job was so interesting to you? Well, I mean, as a dispatcher, you know, I mean, you hear a lot of the stuff. You, you know, you're not out physically on the street, but you still, um, you know, you, you're, you take the calls, you hear the calls, you hear the officers. So, I mean, she'd have some – I can't remember off the top of my head, but my granny's a hoot. So, she <laughs> – she would just have some funny stories to tell, especially now, like, that I'm here and some of the people that uh, she she worked with still are still here, so she would tell me some stories. That's it's cool. Yeah, it's good, good quality bonding time. <laughs> nice. And so you just kind of went straight to being an officer. You didn't really mess around with dispatch, I guess. You didn't worry about wanting to work with them. No. <laughs> <laughs> No, um, <laughs> as, as much as I respect that job, absolutely. Um, I wanted to definitely, um, I wanted to be on the streets. Yeah. Um, I'm, I like to be in the, 
in the fight, in the field. Um, so that's that's where my passion is and where my heart lies. So, And you've been here for how long now? So I was sworn in in November of 2016. So that's five and a half, almost six years come November. Oh, my gosh. I know. That's exciting. I love it. And I still love it just as much um, as the day I started. So, yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Well, what part of patrol is something that was so exciting to you? Because I know you're not in patrol anymore. No. So what? what's your favorite part of patrol? And then talk about where you work now. Uh, favorite part of patrol is hard to pick one part. Um, so I'll just, I'll tell you all of them because, again, this is my <laughs> podcast. So. That's right. This is your episode. <laughs> um, so I love the people I work with. I love the family that it is. Um, and, AJ, we were we, we used to work together. Yeah, we used to yeah. work together, so we were on the same platoon. So I definitely love the people that I work with. Um, it makes coming to work a whole lot better. You just kind of develop that family life. Um, you know, just like all families, you have your tiffs and toughs, but uh, ultimately, like, you do anything for each other. Um, so going to calls, you know, some calls were, I wouldn't, I don't want to call them routine calls, but um, just another call but some t- some calls are really like intense you get the call you're like hey this is gonna be this is an intense call you feel like your heart rate going up like you know you're, you're getting in there you're getting ready to go to the fight like um and just getting ready to have your people's backs um so those like I loved being a part of that um and then ultimately you know you you have you have bad calls um calls that stick with you but what really stood out was um, on patrol, you work with people day in and day out, and, you know, they may remember you, they may not, you may remember them, you may not, but, like, years later, or a while later, they'll come up to you and be like, hey, I remember you, you were this, this, and this, and this, and that really, like, you know, they were, you made such an impact on them that they remembered you years later, and I've had quite a few of those stories, and that right there was like, that's what I signed up to do, um, so, um, like I said, that's, I think that's all the aspects of patrol. Like, there's not just one that you can really pick. So, but And I feel like, those. too, when people come up to you, because I know I've been with you when people come up to you and they remember you, but you guys don't necessarily remember them. <laughs> no, and not at all. I mean, we deal, you know, with a lot of people. I don't ever remember the, like, the good experiences when people come up and they're like, oh, I remember you. I'm like, oh, gosh, like, I yeah, you're trying this, to figure out, like... Like, did I arrest you? <laughs> That's exactly are you fix, it. Are you fixing to stab me? What's about to happen What's here? going on? No, it's it's like, because you're, you're trying... Because you deal with so many people, and you're trying to really figure out exactly where where you met them from and what was the experience, and then they'll start talking about it. Um, and it just... I, I don't know. For me, and like I said, I may, I may not remember the exact time, like, because it might be something so little... But it made such an impact on them and seeing them, like, appreciate it. Like, that that makes it for me, even though yeah. I might not specifically remember it. Um, and there are some that I absolutely do, and I'm like, that is amazing. Um, so anybody watching this, like, if you have an experience of an officer that's, like, really touched your soul, like, made a difference, like, be sure and, like, reach out and let them know because that's the stuff we live for. Like, that's why we do this job, um, you know, and, and – we really are in it for the, you know, our hearts are in it for the right reasons. So if there's something or someone that, you know, made a difference, like reach out, let them know, because those moments, man, we, we hold on to those. Right. And it helps get through the, the rougher moments that aren't so positive. Absolutely. Absolutely. You, you know, we all have those rough moments, those tough calls. Um, but 
they are always over the good ones is outshine outshine exactly that's exactly what i was looking for i know words you got my back so always have your six you got your six (laughs) but yeah The Waco Police Department Crime-Free Housing Program is designed to build a partnership between police and owners or managers of rental properties to keep drugs and other illegal activity off property. This program calls on management to make steps toward providing a clean and safe living environment for the citizens of Waco by asking them to spend a little time and a little money to benefit their residents. This will also benefit the property managers as well. For more information on the crime-free housing program, visit the Waco Police Department website at wacopolice.com. Good, good. And where, so you, like we said, you're not on patrol now. You kind of, I guess, graduated a little bit. Uh, y- yes, so <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, I still love patrol. Um, and, you know, ultimately, I, I, would, I do want to go back, um, hopefully as a supervisor is where I'd like to end up. Um, because, again, that's, that's where my heart is. But... The thing with patrol, which is why I, you know, I wanted to come to the neighborhood engagement team, the net unit, um, was because a lot of times in patrol you have those calls and we call it like a band-aid fix. Like you can't really ultimately fix the situation and you want to. Like you want to be able to like give these people the solution that they're looking for, but you as a patrol officer can only do so much. So it'd be like a band-aid fix. And I really, there were some calls that I was like, I really wish I could have done more. Like. I wanted to do more, see it through, or, like, help it through. And so um, with the neighborhood engagement team, I really felt like this would be an experience for me to actually, you know, some calls or, or work stuff all the way through and and not just be that Band-Aid fix for somebody to, um, to really just – AJ, you, you got my words. Where's my back on this one? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I don't know. Spending but 30 seconds on a 30-year-old problem. It, y- yes. Where it's like you're just there for an instant, you fix it for the the time being, yes. and pass them on to someone else. And, for and pass it on, yeah. So like to care. see something all the way through, to it's like you actually solved it completely, and they're like, oh, man, this is, you know, that's, that's really important. And then, of course, like the community aspect um, of the neighborhood engagement team was another thing that really sold me on this unit because – you know, Waco's my hometown. I was born and raised here, so I have my roots run deep here, and I'm very passionate about the city um, and everything that's, you know, accomplished and where it's come from and grown. Like, I remember when downtown was just absolutely nothing but abandoned buildings. <laughs> so now, like, seeing all this stuff and this growth, I love it, you know, like I said. So I have a lot of passion for the community and everything that we do. So with this unit, it's a lot of you know, more ability for me to get involved in those type of events and stuff that that I'm really, um, really passionate about. Yeah. And like you said, that you're able to work on problems that a patrol officer can't necessarily do in one shift. Exactly. So that's really nice. And yeah. you guys work with a lot of different organizations. You're a unit that it's not just kind of Waco PD driven, but you've got um, our social read or uh, what's her name? Uh, SRC, Social Resource Counselor. Yeah, coordinator. 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 Social yeah. Resource. Yep, yep. Co- yeah. You with the words. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Social Resource Coordinator, D'Angelo Bynum, which we've had on in Prosper Waco, and you work with Code Compliance with the City of Waco and a lot of other things. So how cool is it to know that you guys are able to branch out and work with other organizations to help the greater good? Absolutely. So one thing, um, D'Angelo, First off, D'Angelo is great. 
you know, working with her and the stuff that she does is absolutely phenomenal. Um, just the process that she's done so far, like with the EDOs, because I know on patrol, um, you know, that's one thing. It's like that can take an entire shift or half or a shift. Or a week. Or, yeah, that it's just, and it's such a long process. And the last thing that we on patrol want to do is sit at a hospital for six, seven, eight hours. Um, so that process that uh, D'Angelo Bottom's been working on, as well as Sergeant Long, um, has done wonders to help out the troops. And that's what I love is, you know, she does this stuff for a passion with it, but she does it to make the, the department, the organization better as a whole. So working with her um, on on different things has, has been great, and, and we try and help her out as much as we can. Um, if, uh, if there's an area or, or something that she needs to work on, she'll reach out to us because she's in our office. So um, instead of using a patrol officer and taking one off the street, um, we'll go with her. Trying to make it easier. And then, yeah, working with the different uh, City of Waco departments has been amazing. Um, when we first started, are you, are you counting my ums? Don't count my ums. <laughs> 342. <laughs> That's what I thought. Um, I will count now. 43. <laughs> <laughs> so when we first, so we came to this the unit started at the very beginning of January. And when we first came to the unit, we went to all these different City of Waco departments to try and learn about all the stuff that they do. And I was blown away at all the things that each of these departments um, do and how they're able to, like, knowing more about them would have been so beneficial on the street working patrol. Yeah. And I'm like, man, if our, like, specifically co-compliance, I was like, man, if I had known, like, all the things that they had done, this would have been an excellent resource to use as patrol um, and I don't talk about I talk about patrol again because that's where my heart is, and I yeah. want to make like uh, the organization and stuff better. So I think like partnerships are great. So you know, just learning different things that these um, departments can bring and utilize, and how we can work together in a partnership, um, it, it's really beneficial. You know, like right now, uh, the net unit and co-compliance are working together on um, some homeless areas uh, downtown. So you know that ultimately helps out, especially. If we're having um, some high crime in some areas and people believe that, you know, it's it's some homeless in the area that are causing it, and then the business owners are complaining about, you know, certain trash or, or anything like that, that we can get together and we can work on it as a group instead of just one person taking on taking on a task. So it's been it's it's been really well. Mm-hmm. I think, I think it shows a lot of the benefits of what working together can actually do. Because a lot of st- times we're all we all got the same mission and the same goal. It's just how are we going to work together to accomplish that? Absolutely, absolutely. So, and you guys get to do a lot of fun things in the net unit too. We do. I got to go on a helicopter ride. That's so much fun. I know. <laughs> that was that was. So, I w- that I'm so was, sad I missed that. Oh, uh, yeah. I wish you could have gone. That was amazing. So I'm still looking at getting what what is it? Rotary wing license. You're. Yes, your private pilot's license, but for rotary instead of fixed wing. Yes, rotary yeah. and fixed. Yeah. So AJ AJ can fly. Yeah, I like to get high. <laughs> outside of work, you know. For those we that don't know. Yeah. <laughs> he, he's a pilot. I think yeah, as soon as I as soon as I got out of there, as soon as we landed, uh, I think I texted you and was yeah, like, you "Hey, me. I want to learn I, how to fly." I want to learn how to fly. How do I get into this cuz this was absolutely amazing. So that was actually my second time ever in a helicopter. My first time uh, was in Hawaii. I did a doors off little small helicopter ride in, uh, un- in Kauai uh, on the Nepali coastline and saw the Jurassic Park Falls and all like that. And I was like, best, like, 
out of all my adventures, that, that one was amazing. And then, so this one, again, uh, was my second time, like, in a helicopter, and I was I just fell in love. Man, you know what? I get it now. How do I make this happen? The Take Me Home program is a free service available for all residents of McLennan County for adults and children who may have difficulty communicating due to a developmental or cognitive disability. And this database is maintained by the Waco Police Department Communications Division and is only accessible to law enforcement personnel to have vital information if encountered by an officer in our area. The Take Me Home program is available for any adult or child who has difficulty communicating. And you can do so by signing up on the Waco Police website at wacopolice.com. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, speaking of hobbies, uh, what kind of I mean, what kind of things do you do outside of work? Because people forget that, you know, we ha- also have lives. I take naps. Wait, <laughs> <laughs> we don't just work? No, we don't just work. No. I thought we work and then bury ourselves in more work. Is that not a thing? Every once in a while, maybe plug yourself into charge. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Have you ever seen me plugged into a self, uh, like a Tesla self charging station? (laughs) 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 Don't pay attention. Uh, Do not try this at home. Yeah. (laughs) No, uh, hobbies. Yeah. So there's a lot of stuff I love to do. I love to go to the gym, I love to work out. Um, That's always been a passion of mine. Um, Morning workout or evening workout? Um, I used to do evening workout. I'm not a morning person. So, I mean, this is an episode about me, so I guess I'll let you in. I'm more, I'm not a morning person, (laughs) um, unless I have coffee. So coffee makes everything better. So I started working out with, uh, believe it or not, one of my best friends and, uh, started working out in the morning time. So, Mm. uh, get it done before work and feel good the rest of the day. So I've actually enjoyed that. But working out's one of my favorite hobbies. Another thing I love to do is golf. Absolutely love golfing. Um, well, it's either golfing or goofing. It depends on the day, <laughs> how, how I play. So, um, And that actually came about, I just started golfing last year or the year before. It's only been like a year and a half. Um, my partner on the street, Officer Watson, he took out golf one day. And uh, he was like, hey, I'm going out golfing. And I was like, since when do you golf? And he's like, I don't. I just decided to take it up. And I was like, okay. Well, I'm competitive, mm-hmm. and we hang out a lot. Um, so I was like all right, I'll take it up too. Let's go play. So just picked it up from there. And, um, I don't know. my dad, my dad and brother, uh, are avid golfers. They've been playing, um, all their lives. And for me, it was just too slow and boring. I was never I mean, into that's it. That's what I always thought golf was. Yeah, absolutely. Boring. So boring. I was like, I played basketball. I was like, you know, high mm-hmm. speed, low drag. Like that's my, that's my style. So golf was too boring for me. But, um, actually when I picked it up now, I'm like, Oh, Man, this is amazing. <laughs> so, um, so, so like, what about it is so fun though? What What about it isn't fun? Like you're <laughs> out there with like, like you're you're out there with your boys, and you're just, I don't know, like just golfing. It's just go- exactly. I don't know. That's that's been golfing. Yeah. And you don't get it? No. You went golfing not goofing because like mm. if you're not having fun i was fixing to say it's like not it, a fun thing to do it's, it's all about the company you keep now i'll go golfing by myself and it's very peaceful and i enjoy it mm-hmm. um but, but like if with you go group, with people that are very serious the first time and oh you're not yeah. goofing around having fun enjoying it mm-hmm. like absolutely as much fun like for instance if my ball is hit behind a tree i will pick up my ball and move it probably into the middle of the fairway <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, this is where I'm meant to hit the ball, so this is where I'm going to put it. 
A mint in it picks up the ball, brings it to the hole, drops it in. Drops it. This is where I meant to hit my shot, so this is where I'm going to place my ball. And that was yeah. on two. <laughs> That's <Yeah>. birdie. <laughs> oh, birdie, excuse me. Yeah, got to know the terms. I don't know the terms. I go for eagles. You go for eagles? Yeah. What is it, the albatrosses? Alba- my nephew makes fun of me, or my dad does too. It's either albatrons, albatrosses. It's above an eagle. Really? Yeah. What's an eagle? Like... Uh, two, two under, under par. par, two under par yeah, meaning so meaning par is like average. So a par, par is what the whole yeah. So you normally go on the golf course. You like par three, par four, par fives. Mm-hmm. So a par three means if you make it in the hole in three strokes, you mm-hmm. made par. Mm-hmm. Hence par three. Oh. So wow, you know one stroke. <laughs> hardcore parkour. <laughs> um. So that's kind of how that works. So if you make a stroke under par, it's a birdie. Oh, okay. Or bogey. Like I like to say, I like to bogey golf. That's that's, that's my style. It's a little bit better than me. So yeah. uh, I'm all about the snowmen. So in in high school, I was on a golf team, and if you were anything above eight strokes, you just carried eight because it's just it's just high. embarrassing. Like, yeah, that. it's yeah. embarrassing. Oof, exactly. So. I put a smile or not smiley, sad faces on my scorecard when it gets <laughs> when it's a really bad hole. Like I don't even count so the it's, number. It's not I just like quit it, keeping you know, score. It's not like bowling when you're trying to get above a hundred. That's oh, bad. Right. Yes. <laughs> Absol- absolutely. Yeah. So <laughs> like the, the lower the, the score, the better. Gosh darn it. Yeah. <laughs> that's where you're going wrong. <laughs> that's where My you're going uh, wrong. bowling and golf scores are usually inverse of what they should be. Exactly. Now that I think about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. exactly. If your bowling score could be my golf score, I'd be, man. <laughs> Oof. Oof. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, when kind of in your law enforcement career, career, did you realize that maybe you should have some outside hobbies like golfing or working out to just relieve that stress that you guys have every day? Um, so that was something that I remember in the academy they really hyped on having an outlet um, just because of the stress of the job. Um, and so, like, these are, you know, the, the gym is something that, that I've always enjoyed doing. Um, and that was always something that was really, like, even before law enforcement, that was my outlet if I was having, like, a bad day or, or whatnot. I just know that a good workout kind of was really nice. Um so, but that was something that they, they hyped on at the very beginning of the academy. And so from there, you know, you just you kind of pick up things that really just find, I don't know, like like something random that I picked up as an, as an outlet um, was puzzling. I really like to do puzzles. Um, and it's just kind of calming and relaxing, especially after like a, a stressful day. Like a jigsaw puzzle, or yeah, just like just putting together a small. Like, don't give me like a thousand piece puzzle. Like, stress me out. But <laughs> you know, just just a puzzle. Um, okay. Just kind of sit down and do that, or go hiking. Go. I love to travel. Um, just to get up and go hike somewhere. Um, it just I don't know. I think I answered your question. Did I answer the question? Yeah, Maybe. I think so. I just think it's really important to, like you said, have that outlet to stress relief because. This can be a really stressful job. Yeah, absolutely. You've got to have something that you can do to get away from it, to put it down. Um, it's really hard to turn the cop off. Uh, I, w- I will admit that it's hard to kind of get away from it. I mean, AJ, you can attest to it. But to have something that you can get away from mm-hmm. um, and put it all aside and just kind of go go out and just 
you know. Yeah. I've definitely been uh, driving in the car with her, and I forgot to use my blinker, and she'll say, oh, fail to turn. Fail to signal turn. And I'm like, darn it, darn it. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> Which I'm really good about my blinker, too, so I don't know why I did that that I day. Mean, it, but it's knowing that you have a cop in the car, it makes you nervous. Yeah, I guess ten and two, ten and two, ten and ten two. two. I can't let go to turn the turn <laughs> signal. Ten and two. <laughs> So, yeah, it is. I can see where it would be hard to to turn that off. But that's good that you have those outlets. And even when you get to have those outlets, like you said, your your partner liked golfing and you kind of took it on with them. So, yeah, you pick it up. Like I said, it was it's a family, you know, so those people, um, you know, you spend holidays together since I've started. I've never had a fourth of July off. You know, (laughs) I just recently got Thanksgivings and I had my first New Year's. Oh nope, nope. Worked New Year's Eve. I haven't had a New Year's Eve off. Um, so like you just you you know you grow together and that becomes your family. So you spend holidays, you spend all the a lot of time together. Sometimes more time than you spend with your family. So different things like on your off time. That, you know, not that I don't see him enough at work, but we'll go and <laughs> um. Yeah, go and hang out and blow off some yeah. steam. You know, right. it might be a rough week, some rough calls that we work together, and it's, mm-hmm. you know, talking to another another cop. They they understand. They understand the lingo and understand the stress. And so going and blowing off some steam together is always just, you know, the stress. And it's cool, too, because, like, you mentioned Watson. He went to a different shift, and now you're in a different spot, but you guys are still friends. And Oh, yeah, absolutely. Still, still, golf close. still golfing, yeah. still <laughs> close. And my very first uh, beat partner, Miana Johnson, she doesn't even work at the police department anymore. She moved up to Fort Worth, and, I mean, we still keep in touch. Um, you know, that that one, <laughs> that was my, my get-go right out of um, FTO. That was my partner. So, yeah, we, you know, you, you make those connections, those bonding, that, that, um, that bonding, and, you know, you might go different places in the department, but that relationship, you know, it, it stays. And in your free time, you make parodies to Adele songs. Absolutely. Oh, <laughs> yes. You got to admit, that's really, really good. You know what? I think you should post it. Oh, gosh. It, I sh- didn't know about this You didn't one. know about no. it? Okay, so let me tell you the story. Um, right out of FTO, I had um, been put in South Waco. Uh, on the squad, and it was a Thursday where we doubled up, and Miana Johnson, uh, I got doubled up with Miana Johnson, so it was our first day to work together, and she was not excited about it at <laughs> all. She will tell you to this day she was not excited about it at all. I'm brand new. Like, why am I doubling up with her? <laughs> and I was determined, of course, with just the personality that I am. I was like, we're going to have some fun, and I don't know how it even came about, but we decided we were going to do a parody to Adele's Hello. And we literally spent the entire shift between calls, like, coming up with lyrics to Adele's song. And I think it took us, like, two shifts, and we came up with the entire song and then even put, like, the found the karaoke music to it. And, um, and Miana can sing. I like to be the background singer, but Miana can sing. And yeah, we put it together, put it on a, put it to some music, and it, it's good. AJ, if you <laughs> haven't heard it, I've got to let you listen to it. It yeah, is no, good. Yeah. So in, instead of hello from the other side, hello from the police car. 
Right? Yeah. Hello from the police car. <laughs> She's like, let me just we sing it. Oh, uh, yeah. I've got, uh, yeah. I, I have a video. We actually did okay. a video with it. And, I'm, yeah, I'm, as soon as we get done with this, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to show you. And, yeah. So you oh got to put, yeah. Okay. You, you're going put this, to put this up with the podcast, right? I the don't link. know. I don't know about that one. Come on. It's Maybe. so good. Copyright we'll think about it. Yeah. Copyright infringement. Although okay. this is for okay. educational okay, well, purposes, so uh, we can do yeah. whatever we want. I mean, I can just sing it right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's a parody, and it's for educational purposes. So I think we're good. We're like Absolutely. double cover. But yeah, no, I'll definitely have to let let you listen to it. So it was it was good. Um, well, this is always a question that we like to ask our officers. Do you want to ask it this time around? Is this a stereotype question? Mm-hmm. Mm. What stereotypes would you like to confirm or dispel? Mm, this is dispel the right word. What's, I, just what's stero- I think so. Hold on, can yeah. you? Can you use that in a sentence? Like what? Like what stereotypes would you like to confirm or dispel about me? About police about police officers. work. About police <laughs> like about yeah, police me. Like, <laughs> like I'm so confused. Like the the typical one is the donuts, and I usually tell people like you can't use donuts. That you can't use that's accurate, so you can't say no. it's a stereotype. No, the I mean the coffee's accurate, so you can't dispel that one. Um, yeah. Like I literally became a police officer to eat donuts, so <laughs> that's not a stereotype. Oh. Oh, I thought that's yeah. I thought that's, that's why you joined too, right? I thought that was a requirement. Like, if you don't yeah. like donuts, you can't. It's part of the. It's part of the application. Was that not a question on your oral board? It was like, <laughs> do you like do you like donuts? <laughs> Pass or fail? <laughs> um, or is is there something that maybe you would like the community to know about the police department that just to keep known. in mind when they see you guys out on the street, or just something that you think would be good for them to remember. Yeah, I think it goes back to um, what I was talking about earlier. If you have an experience or you had like a, um, you know, because we do have a a complaint process. If if you ever have like an experience and you feel like you need to bring a complaint to the police department, but we also have a compliment process. And for me, I think that that would be great for the community to know um, because, again, that means a lot to us, um, whether you just come up and tell us like, hey, like I'll never get tired of hearing thank you for your service. Like for me, um, you know, I don't care what I'm doing, anything like that. If you say, like, I, I respect you even just taking the time to say that. Um, but, you know, if you have a good story or something of an officer that's that's done really well or something that you thought that, you know, just deserves recognition, um, you know, we do have a, a compliment process. And, and that stuff is, is really what I want to put out there and make sure people know is, you know, th- yes, if stuff is, you know, going wrong or a bad experience, please, you know, bring it to our attention, but if stuff's going right or you have a great experience, you know, bring that to our attention as well because everybody, again, with as stressful as this job is, you know, sometimes just knowing like, hey, we are doing good, um, and this is an example of that is uh, keeps us going. I like that because I feel like personally I'm very quick to complain about things, and we kind of – I don't want to say advertise, but, like, I think it's more well-known. Like, if you've got a grievance, you can go to the police department and something's going to be done about that grievance. But it's like if you've got a good experience, people aren't as quick to share that with yeah, people. Yeah, exactly. And exactly. I, I think that would help. Yeah. Like, let the do-gooders know, hey, like, you're you're doing the right thing. Continue to do the right thing. Kudos to you. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. That's awesome. That was a good one. Right? Yeah. yeah. I like that a lot. Well, J.D., thank you so much for joining us here on Waco PD on the Beat. Anything else you'd like to talk about? Uh Add? 
I like to take naps. <laughs> <laughs> You're supposed to score low in golf. <laughs> score low in golf, high in bowling. Um, and it's okay to take naps. And it's okay to take naps. Yeah, naps are great. Yeah. Naps are. And tell us when our officers do good things, too. And exactly. Tell us when the officers are doing great. Yeah, don't be sleeping on those compliments. Yeah, exactly. We love to hear it. Um, again, that's why we do this You know, we do this job, because we have a heart um, and heart and passion for it. So, you know, kind of those compliments keep us going and keep us driving on and remind us why we got started in this. Yeah, yeah get us through the bad times. Exactly. Very true. Well, thank you guys for listening on this week's episode. And thank you, J.D., for joining us. I'm Sierra Shipley, the Public Information Officer. And I'm Officer AJ Smith, the Crime Stoppers Coordinator for McLennan County. Have a good one, Waco. Till next time. Bye. Waco PD on the beat. The heartbeat serving you.